here we are, another uh, Big Daddy and Friends uh, session, chat, laughs, and everything in between. And uh, it's my honor to have uh, probably one of the most respected people in the NFL. Uh, you know, he's been a GM, he's been a vice president, now he's a big time ESPN uh, front office insider. Mike Tenenbaum, welcome to Big Daddy and Friends. How you doing, my man? It's great to be with you, Big Daddy, and uh, it's really uh, my pleasure and honor, and you're someone that I like and respect uh, quite, quite a bit, and it's great to be with you. Well, thank you, and uh, the feeling's mutual. It's, uh, you know, we know each other from my beginnings. I mean, you know, I got into the insurance business, I think, uh, over 25 years ago now, and, uh, and remember, back then, I was juggling two things. I was doing the insurance, and I was also trying to help... Uh, our friend Mo Lewis sell T-shirts with uh, Big Daddy gear, <laughs> you know. So that was uh, that was a learning experience uh, at the time. But uh, you know, for all our listeners and viewers out there, um, I'm just going to give a little bit of your background, your history, and then uh, elaborate a little bit on it. Um, I know you uh, by watching NFL Network. Uh, I know that great piece that they did on the Browns back in the day where. You had this super team that was all in one house at the same time. And just imagine, had it gone a little bit longer or who knows what the possibilities could have been. Uh, talk about that. So I've been very lucky. You know, I just believe in choose a job you love. You never work a day in your life. And um, I graduated from law school in 95. And um, while I was in law school, Big Daddy, I was so lucky, like the salary cap started and uh, I just put together like a small book of like how I would run a team in terms of uh, handling the salary cap from a strategic st standpoint. And I sent it out to, um, at the time there was 30 teams and every head coach and GM. And uh, basically like the only people that got back to me were Mike Lombardi and Bill Belichick with the Browns in 95. Like I literally like went like two for 60, like, I have 58 rejection letters, which by the way, I still have in my drawer today. And um <laughs> Got hired by the Browns for the 95 season, drove people to the airport, research contracts. The Browns became the Ravens, and uh, I was gone with a whole bunch of other people. And um, from there, I was very lucky. Uh, the Saints took me back. Um, I'd spent a year and a half in law school working for them for free, and I think you know made a good enough impression where they brought me back and spent the 96 season there. And then following the 96 season, Coach Parcells and Belichick left the New England Patriots went to the Jets and um, I was fortunate enough to get hired by, you know, two hall of fame coaches and spent 16 years there. Um, last time I was general manager and went to three championship games over my time there and uh, made uh, friendships that'll last me uh, a lifetime and uh, very, very fortunate. And then from there, like yourself, I have, uh, I would say a little bit of a entrepreneurial sort of uh, desire and um, started uh, representing coaches because I felt like I'd spent 16 years doing one thing and it was time to try something else and had an unbelievable good fortune of representing a lot of uh, basketball coaches uh, in addition to NFL. And uh, in the 2015 uh, NBA championship, the Warriors played the Cavaliers and I happened to represent both Steve Kerr and David Blatt. So that was a, a thrill for me and to work with people like David Blatt and Steve Kerr, you know, I learned way more from them than they could have ever taught me and did that for a couple of years and then got to know uh, Steve Ross, the owner of the Dolphins. 
and he um, asked me to start working and looking at like elite athlete performance and optimal performance. So went around the world, went to AC Milan, Byron Munich, um, and looked at the best of the best. And um, we started to do things at the Dolphins, you know, just from a performance and analytics standpoint. And those conversations continue to grow and develop and wound up running uh, the Dolphins for four years and went to the playoffs in year one, which had never been done with Steve. So really proud of that accomplishment. And then after uh, the 2018 season, things did not, not work out with uh, Coach Gase. And, you know, when those things happen, you know, I was part of the reason Coach Gase was there and away we went, which is, you know, what you sign up for in this business. And um, I was very lucky that Bill Pullian at that time was retiring from ESPN and um, they needed an on-air GM. And I was just at the right place at the right time. And it's been absolutely incredible um, just from a standpoint, like I get to work with, literally like hall of famers and, you know, people like just too many to name, but the Schefters and the greenies of the world and, you know, just on and on and on, just like the best of the best. And uh, it just challenges me to raise my game. And there's people there, you know, Brian Clark and, you know, I've worked with guys like Bart Scott, Damian Woody, uh, Mark Sanchez, just on and on and on, just really smart, bright, capable people that make me way better. Um, Laura Rutledge, like, you know, there's just too many to name, but it's been a great experience. And then it's also allowed me to do some other things and proud to be on the board of a, a company called X2 and X2performance.com, which is a natural, healthy, good for you energy drink. You know, there's a lot of other competitors out there that have a lot of caffeine, sugar, things that aren't good for you. This is something that is actually good for your body, Big Daddy. And um, we're really privileged to have uh, Kawhi Leonard, not only uh, – invest in the company, but is also one of our board directors. Well, you know, I've had the good fortune of uh, being a taster, tester, because, you know, you had sent me some, and I have to say, uh, when's my next order coming? But, uh, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> you got it. Yeah, uh, no, I know. Thank you. And, uh, you know, one of the biggest thrills I had was, you know, you don't, I, being around everybody like we've been for so long, I never really get starstruck, but one of the coolest things that ever happened to me, and it happened because of you, was meeting Steve Kerr. You know, I happened to be, uh, they were playing the Nets, and uh, he was doing the color, and that was before, I guess, he took on the coaching thing. And, uh, you know, he came over and said hello, and he's like, yeah, you know, Mike Tannenbaum's my agent, and I was like, yeah, blah, 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 blah. And uh, it was really, really, like, that was a thrill for me because it was out of my element. You know, I'm more football hockey. So going uh, to speak to someone like that, uh, you know, that caliber, he was just such a down to earth guy. And I was hoping, man, I wish he can coach the nets, you know, cause then he would be in our backyard and you know, whatever. But uh, that was a, a really great experience to get to know him. And, uh, and uh, you know, yo, he's, yo. he's so successful. I mean, it's, I'm a fan of his. You know, we could talk about Steve for, for hours, literally, but mm-hmm. when I had the privilege of working with him, you know, he, he talked about, like, you got to make me better. And I'm like, you know, here's a Hall of Fame player, Hall of Fame broadcaster. He was a successful GM in the Phoenix Suns, which nobody even ever talks about. And it was incredible. Like, he flew to Saratoga Springs, New York, to spend a day with Coach Parcells. He flew to go see Pete Carroll in um, 
Seattle. Like, and I'll never forget, he called me from the practice field at Seattle. It was one of those crazy, like, training camp practices with Pete where, like, they had, like, you know, Marines literally, like, coming out of the ocean, out of the, uh, <laughs> out of the ocean, but there's, like, a river that goes along their facility. Mm-hmm. Um, just crazy things going on at practice. And he called me up. He goes, you know, Mike, I'm going to be a really good coach because I, I saw today what authenticity is as a coach, meaning that Pete Carroll is coaching the way he believes to be an effective coach. He wasn't trying to be anybody else. And he goes, I'm not going to be Phil Jackson. I'm not going to be Greg Popovich. I'm going to be Steve Kerr. And I know I can do this. I know I can do a good job of it. And today was validation because I saw somebody coaching the way they felt like they should coach. That was one. And, and, and big guy, the, the other thing that like, I talk to my kids about this line, like all the time, like, and any, like, this inspires me like every day. So we get the deal done with the Warriors. It's a massive, massive deal. And I'm not just saying that because I felt like I did a good job as the agent because he was so in demand. But, you know, the, they needed to make a big commitment to him for him to do this. And I'm like, Steve, what are you going to go do now? And like, Big Daddy, I, I think about this sentence like literally every day. He goes, you know, Mike, I'm going to go to Las Vegas. I'm like, why are you going to Vegas? He goes, I have to go coach the summer league and make mistakes. He goes, I, I have to go learn. I have to go work on the rotation. I have to go learn how to deal with the media or I have to go learn how to deal with the officials. And I got to go coach right now. So when we start the season, I can make some of these mistakes in the summer league. And I'm thinking to myself, like that, that is great wisdom. Like for all of us, it's not like where you are, but it's where you're going and how do you improve? And here's a guy that had this massive amount of money coming who could have easily taken the easy way out and said, no, like I start the job today and I got to go work on my craft and go get better. You know what? And I believe in that because it's funny, I'm not in his shoes or situation, but you know, when I went to, uh, you know, when I had the good fortune to start doing uh, Fox and Friends and doing all those, you know, interviews and being a correspondent at the Super Bowl, it used to dawn on me. I'm like, man, here's 10 to 15, 20, 30 million people watching you. And look, I'm not there to be uh, an oil painting or anything along those lines. You know, <laughs> what you see is what you get. But I'm there to try to do the best job that I can. And, you know, like friends like you and everyone else that, you know, is, is I'm fortunate to get to come over and we chat. Um, I said, how can I get better at this? And, 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 you know, with social media where it's at now, I've been doing as much possible, you know, like posting and, and practicing. And sometimes I even practice on my own where just to get comfortable in front of the camera and also to speak properly at times, you know, I still got that New York gibberish and, uh, you know, that's never going anywhere, but it comes out. But, you know, um, I can uh, appreciate uh, Steve Kerr's thinking uh, the way you just explained that because it's, uh, he is a guy that his uh, resume is impeccable and you can applaud it all day long. And for him to say that, that's, that's a wow. You know what I mean? It's a big wow. You know, and like one of the things like I've learned, like, you know, I've hired experts for me. So like I have a broadcast coach, I have a public speaking coach and they make you better and they tell you things you don't want to hear, you know, your posture or whatever it may be. And um, I'm always about like, I want to be uncomfortable and learn and get better. And, um, you know, it's about people like him. And 
I, I happen to be very close with Dan Quinn and, you know, everyone knows that, you know, he's no longer the head coach of Atlanta, but, and Peter King just wrote this, but he's, you know, he talked about how he hired somebody when he left the Falcons to speak to 50 people about how he could get better. And then she reported back to Dan to say like, here are some things that, you know, you could approve upon. And she talked to players and agents and fellow coaches and like, those are the people I love being around because they're trying to get better. Like yeah. Dan Quinn, Steve Kerr, they're, they're, they're just different versions of the same principle. And you know what? Dan is one of my favorites too. You know, we go back a ways, obviously through my brother, Jimmy, who's with the bills now. Uh, you know, I remember going out to dinner one time, uh, they were all coaching together. I, I don't know if it was at Hofstra or one of the schools. And uh, we ended up going over to Don Pep's over there by JFK you know, that famous Italian spot. And uh, and that's how long with him and Kyle Flood. And it, it's kind of funny how I always tell people that when I used to hang out at the Jets, obviously I went there even before you were there because of my relationship with the Hamptons, you know, Mr. Hampton and Billy Jr. and Clay and everybody. And I tell people all the time that I remember when Billy Jr., and Clay, all those guys started at the bottom. You know, they were picking up socks and jocks and folding towels and every and and when I would come home, sometimes I would do it or if I had free time. But those people all advanced. You know, they went on to better their careers. You know, Billy, I remember the day he said to me, "Hey, I'm leaving the Jets because I just got offered a job at NFL Properties," and I think I almost cried because uh, I was so used to seeing him there. And then all of a sudden he was gone. And then that's where um, learning about when players get cut. Marvin Washington, who we both know, was at the Jets for a nine-year run. Then all of a sudden he was gone. And I felt like I had lost him like he died because I was so used to – and that really – that's what really got me accustomed to players, you know, moving on and going to different teams and, and, you know, coaches going from one team and, you know, G even, you know, yourself, everybody moves obviously because of that world. But, you know, in the beginning I had to really like, I, I took it kind of in a personal matter because when you know so many people and they're all, and you've been comfortable where they're at, then all of a sudden, boom, they're gone. Whether it's for good or bad, I would say, man, I can't believe I'm not going to see, you know, Mike Tannenbaum. I'm not going to see Bill Hampton Jr. I'm not going to see anybody. I don't even know, you know, this whole staff came in that I don't know anybody. But, uh, you know, it, it goes to show how, you know, the old joke is NFL stands for not for long, and uh, which Jerry Glanville made famous. And uh, it's a learning experience uh, to uh, watch all that, you know. Yeah. And I would tell you, like, there's pros and cons to everything. And you know, this actually, it, it's happened to me twice in my career, leaving the Jets and the Dolphins, but like, you really find out like the authentic relationships and, and just to be candid, Big Daddy, like, and this happened to me both times where, you know, people like you feel like you invested in, like, they weren't there the day you walked out the door and you're like, really? Like, I thought we had something better than that, something, yeah. you know, more authentic. But on the other side of that, there were people that were there for me in spades, I was like, really? Like, didn't think that person, didn't think I had that sort of dynamic. And, you know, and I tell this to my kids all the time, like in life, like you want to invest in people, relationships and, and, and that are worthy and fulfilling. And 
that's not with everybody. Um, that's just the way life is. But it's also like, you know, I try to look at a glass is half full, like it's in big rain that, you know, I've had the great fortune, you know, like Kawhi Leonard, I was able to sign him because I knew his agent for 25 years. Someone I did a hundred deals with when nobody was looking and it's how you treat people. And I know like every opportunity I've gotten, it's because how I've treated people along the way. And I'm really proud of that. And that's not to say there haven't been big bumps in the road because there have been, and I know there'll be more in the future, but that's what it's all about. Um, one other thing along these lines that I'm, I'm really, really proud of that I, I'd like to mention, and by the way, you're more than welcome to sit in on this, but we basically started a think tank. Um, so it's a consortium of like GMs and head coaches. Mm-hmm. Um, and we get together once a week, we're, we're called the 33rd team. And we just talk about like the events of the week. And we have about 40 people on the call. And every week we try to make ourselves better. And we just had Dan Quinn present and we just, Joe Banner talked about Carson Wentz's contract and um, every week we're, we're, we're just talking about like the issues of the week and try to make ourselves better. Oh, that's cool. Thank you. I'd love to try that one day. You know, it's uh, I'm always willing to learn. I, it's uh, you, you learn something every day, I think. And some of the things that I may have like shied away from or turned my cheek at are things now that I sit there and I listen to and I pay close attention to and, uh, and you're right. Relationships are what drive a lot of things. I mean, it is from, you know, people say to me, well, you're able to do this and this and this and this and this. And, and, I, and I always say, look, one, I'm blessed. Two, I'm fortunate. And three, I think I try to be as close as being a man of my word. You know, if I say I could do something, I could do it. If I say I can't, I say I can't, or if I don't have an answer, I go and I find the answer. You know, you, you've, you've had the good fortune of meeting my partner, Chris Muro, who's right down the street there from you. And the reason we work so well is because, one, I trust him impeccably. And two, he, I was joking around. I said he's my glossary slash dictionary because all the smart words that I can't pronounce or know, <laughs> he knows them. And that's why we work great. I mean, we had a, a Zoom call yesterday with uh, two agents, two insurance people uh, in regards to a, a, one of the coaches, uh, an NHL coach. And we went through this whole hour and a half presentation and we ended up, it was positive and it was great. And now we have a follow-up, whereas who knows what would have happened if I didn't have that person as my teammate and confidant, you know, and, and that's the kind of relationship we have. And I think, you know, me well enough now that I don't ever like to embarrass anyone. You know, if you recommend me to somebody or send me to somebody and vice versa, uh, I want to represent in the right way and, and, and be the man that I say I am and do what I say I can do. Um, so can I ask my question to you? Yeah, go right ahead. Because that, that, it's perfect. Where does that come from? Because like I've always known you as like someone that carries themselves like above the fray and like someone that when you say you're going to do something, you do it. And I'm just curious, like, where does that come from? Like who inspired you to be that way or like who's your mentor? Well, it's funny. Uh, you, I, I have a couple of mentors, but, uh, you know, my parents uh, – 
they instilled, my father was, both my parents were immigrants. So, uh, you know, my father came from Peru and my mother came from the Dominican Republic. And my father gave his heart and soul, you know, my father's still alive. My mom, unfortunately, isn't. But my father showed me and both my brothers, I believe, what hard work is because he did everything and anything to make sure that, you know, we had a normal lifestyle. Uh, you know what? We grew up in, uh, we, we, my father had the American dream. He came here. He started, uh, he was a dishwasher and then met my mom in a restaurant. We lived in Queens. And then obviously the next dream is to take your family out of a, you know, two bedroom apartment and buy a house. We moved to New High Park. And, uh, and the rest was history. So uh, I think that's where the hard work part comes uh, from for me. And then as far as mentors, it's funny. My high school coach, Angelo Giuliano, was a guy that I was probably more afraid of than my own father. And uh, <laughs> he would yell. And I would tell you, I would, whatever hair I had back then would be on on wit's end because when he yelled, my hair stood up. And uh, so he played a big role in, in, uh, in my uh, maturing. And also uh, a name that you're going to remember, Larry Pasquale. Sure. Uh, his wife came into my life in the 11th grade, and she was my guidance counselor. So when she introduced me to Larry, Larry – uh, kind of mentored me and, you know, and here I was going over to, that's what started the whole Jets thing for me. I was going over there and I was, you know, Marty Lyons, all these guys I was meeting. And I was like, wow, this is really cool. I, maybe one day I could do this. And, you know, it propelled me to go from high school and Larry guided me to prep school and prep school was no easy run because uh, you had to learn how to study what you didn't do from grades nine to 12, you had to do with six months under lock and key and with some incredible supervision that I was not <laughs> accustomed to and nor did I like. But uh, those are big mentors. And then the guy that really kind of taught me a lot in a two-year period that was at the Jets was Ronnie Lott. I, uh, Ronnie took me under his wing and I did so much with him, and I learned how a guy who, you know, had Super Bowl rings and had so much notoriety and was so famous, the guy still worked as hard as if, uh, he was a rookie, if he was a rookie. And I remember, remember the old gray Motorola phones back in the day? Sure. yeah. With the big battery and everything? Yeah. I sat in a car with Ronnie from uh, – Columbia, Missouri to Kansas City, Missouri. And between that ride, he must have went through like 10 batteries because he was on the phone the whole time with the CEO of this company. With uh, I remember at the time, uh, Gene Upshaw, he was with this one, this one, this one. I was like, man, I go, I don't know what his phone bill must be <laughs> a month back then, but uh, – that's a guy that really, and to this day, you know, I spoke to Ronnie yesterday, and he's coming on the show, and uh, and Ronnie is still a confidant and a guy that I look up to and I learned a lot from. So I think those are, you know, those are the answers to the questions out there that you just gave, asked me. So let me ask one last thing. Um, okay. 
I've had I've I've been so fortunate to be friends with your wife and uh, meet your family, and uh, I want to say uh, please uh, send my best and happy holidays to you and the family, and uh, and hopefully I'll get down to Florida and see you guys soon. And I owe I do owe Michelle some Umbertos, so when I get down there, it'll be on the plane with me. Michelle, Michelle will love to see you just to see you and give you a big hug, but that will make her very happy. So thank you. And it's been great to be on here and greatly appreciate our friendship. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're, you're, you're the best. You're honest, sincere, and hopefully we get to see each other as the things get back to normal. So pre- appreciate you having me. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, and, uh, and I'll say this in secretive, but only you and I know we're going to talk about this, but, uh, you know, I hope to get our other thing project off the ground after things hopefully get back to normal, because I know we've been trying for like two years now and, and it's a much needed thing and uh, it'll be a lot of fun. And uh, so I'm excited for that, too. But again, happy holidays. And Mike, thank you so much for being on. Everyone, make sure you watch Mike Tenenbaum on ESPN, front office NFL insider. You want to learn something? And I'm not saying the other guys don't know, but watch Mike. You will learn a lot of things, and uh, I promise you, you're getting it from a guy that's been there, not from somebody who hasn't. So until next time, Big Daddy and friends, we'll see everybody soon. And uh, don't forget, check us out on Amazon.com and also Spotify, and go to website www.sportsnut, N-A-U-T on the end, .com. Until next time, Big Daddy, see you guys soon. 